Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to Kate Vivian of Bright Mums and Kate Vivian Coaching. I'm just so excited to have Kate on the podcast today. Um, I only met Kate recently, like probably in oh, this year, the earlier this year, um, in 2022, I guess, um, for anyone listening in the future. Um, but I just I just love her contagious passion for empowering mums and women to thrive during one of the most challenge, challenging periods of life being motherhood, um, which I am knee deep in at the moment. So I completely relate. Um, thank you so much, Kate. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I, um, you're right. I am absolutely passionate about this stuff and <laughs> was so excited to have the chance to talk to you about it and yeah yeah the words somewhere. we yeah. would yeah so we were just chatting prior to recording and I just thought oh my gosh we should already be recording because <laughs> you are just yeah you're so passionate and it and it's it is um yeah and I really admire um you, you know your spirit in um in helping mums through this phase so what I'd love to do first is for you to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about you who you are and yeah and about your business so uh, Kate, as mentioned, so I, after a bit of an evolution of business, I'm now a life coach and mentor for mums. So I support women um, rediscovering their self-worth, um, really giving themselves permission to step out of that invisibility of motherhood that I think we can all feel sometimes mm-hmm. and really live the life that they want, but without the mum guilt that so often comes with, you know, having kids um and as a mum of three I know the mum guilt all too well and it's just been there and what I found is I didn't have the support that with the benefit of hindsight I really needed at the time so that's how I got started um in the business journey which was very different to how it looks now so yeah six years ago I think I started out, but very much on a focus with a focus on childbirth education. Yeah, and then, so we we have you've evolved quite a bit since then. Hugely, um, yeah. But what were you doing before that? Um, a completely different day job. So wow. <laughs> yeah, completely separate. I've worked in training, um, adult education, learning, and development for my entire career, basically. Amazing. So, yeah, I thought I'd do something a little bit different to that. Yeah, so what was the catalyst for you to really, you know, to see this need that you felt so strongly to, you know, to feel, to fulfil, yeah. to do? Um, it takes a lot to actually take that step. You know, a lot of people have ideas for businesses all the time or they see a need um, and, you know, say, oh, someone should do this about this. Uh, they never actually make themselves accountable. So what was the shift for you? Um, it was really the falling pregnant with my second daughter. Mm-hmm. So baby number one, it, this all started from having a, a not fantastic first birth experience, which I, I think so many mums could relate to. Mm. Um, and then fell pregnant with my second, decided that I couldn't have that same experience again. Um, so went about changing it for myself. 
and educated myself, did a whole lot more work on myself to have a different experience. Mm. And then afterwards, like moments after having my baby, I where I literally held her on my chest and just went, that was awesome. We need to do that again. Yes. Um, I don't think my husband was quite so keen in that particular <laughs> moment, but <laughs> it was just so different. And then yeah. after that, it became, well, birth doesn't have to be as awful as what I first thought. Yeah. And women do have options and we've got choices and we can make decisions along the way. So then it was starting to share that. And it was, I didn't know this. There must be others who don't know this. That has to change. Yeah. So, so you it made it really that. I did, yeah. Even just letting women know that they've got options and that they can have a voice and that they can do things differently to mm. what we've been told we should do or how it just is, how it mm. always is. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And so... You know, you so you went on this journey of of self empowerment, self discovery. Yeah. You had your own wonderful experience. You wanted to share it with the world. You created this incredible business, and have uh, recently evolved. So tell us a little bit more about why you're you're making a shift, and um, what that shift is, and where you're heading now. Yeah. So what I I think my business has very much followed my journey and what I needed as a mum at every step along the way. So mm. I'm evolving and as I'm evolving, my business is doing the same. Mm. But having worked in the birth education space and also as a doula and a postpartum doula for the last couple of years, um, I noticed what really was missing was afterwards. Like we put so much emphasis and I, I did exactly this, put so much focus on the birth Mm. and then everything afterwards tends to get forgotten and we forget that there's a woman at the other side of that birth with a, a baby and often very little support and we don't yeah. talk about what yeah. happens next. Um, sometimes there's support in the immediate postpartum but not following. We forget no. that this mum will then have to carry on with this baby through all those tough times that first year that transition back to work the all the different stages that happen after that mm. I felt that 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 area is something that really needs some focus and energy as well so I've shifted from the childbirth education and doula work more to really support and coaching and mentoring for mums afterwards yeah because it never ends does it it doesn't, no. And there's always a new season, a new phase, a new transition. Um, like my littlest one now is getting ready to go to school next year. Yeah. So that's a different phase and a yeah. different area of support that, you know, we need to be talking about. Yeah, and it's a different identity shift for the mother again. Yeah. I and that, really relate to that, yeah. Yeah, so it. And it's that identity, yeah, it is. It's that identity identity shift that happens immediately mm. following birth after, like, and then continues on. And I think that we're always evolving that identity but without really understanding what's happening. And yes. we do evolve and things change but we've got this pull that is trying to always pull us back to who we were before, what we knew before because 
that's comfortable and we know that and we we knew who we were before yeah. <laughs> and now suddenly we're this new person with a new little baby and things can get more challenging yes oh yes there's so much I could unpack there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long have we got? I'm just having flashbacks. <laughs> All these things. But let's start with the initial identity shift because mm. I think this is something that is um like it's obvious. Like it is the most obvious change. Like you're a, you're not a mum one day and then the next day you're a mum and you are just completely knee deep in looking after this tiny human. Like I think it's something all mums can relate to. There is no one on this planet that cannot, you know, put their hand on their heart and tell me that they haven't been through this. Um, we'll never, ever be that same person ever again. Like for me, that was huge. I never expected it. I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, you know, all of a sudden I was just completely surrendered to keeping this small person alive, sacrificing everything else. Because, you know, although there are in society, people say you don't have to sacrifice this, blah, blah, blah. In those early days, you actually do. Like you have got to forsake all else in for the care of this tiny thing, <laughs> this little yeah. squishy, you know, delicious human. Um, and I really struggled with it. Um, I like, of course, it's this pull, isn't it? Like you adore that little person. Like you, you couldn't even imagine living without them. But at the same time, you're you're just going through this strange process that you don't really feel like you can't you don't feel like you can admit to it either like it's sort of like mm. an internal struggle um and I like I found that going from zero to one child was much more difficult than when each subsequent child came along um for sure and like even though you know you love it and you're trying to embrace it it's just this like this battle this mental battle um how do we like how how do you support mums through that because it, I can't even articulate it <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really it's a challenging time it really yeah. is and I think number one is having an understanding that there is a shift there is that transition that it, there is that one day you don't have a baby or and then the next day you do and you're in the full throes of motherhood yeah. um, and it's understanding that you're not alone and there is actually there's a language around it there's a word for this transition and yeah. it's matrescence so yeah. matrescence is that complete transition that a woman goes through as she becomes a mother and it affects all areas of our life and for some women it might just be it affects this particular area of their life just a tiny bit mm. and for others it will be it impacts us in every dimension whether it's physical social cultural biological psychological economically it impacts every single area of our life mm. so I think even just having someone to sit with and say yes this is a thing yeah yes it exists yeah you're not broken yeah. There's nothing wrong yeah. with you. It is the transition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I love that. Even and I've just, never even heard that word until a couple of years ago. And my eldest is 10. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah. It is becoming, uh, it's been being talked about more, which is, right. which is good. It's yeah. a relatively, I say relatively new word for okay. a, something that we've been going through forever. Yeah, forever, <laughs> literally forever. Yeah, so, yeah, and I think just 
having that understanding that it's not just you Mm. and it's okay to feel that push and that pull that yes you absolutely love this little baby Mm. and you will do anything for them but at the same time you've got this pull back this Mm. but I just miss some parts I miss being able to get up and go for a coffee without even having to think about it like Mm. and just leave the house yeah I miss having that maybe it's financial independence or I miss my colleagues or you know I miss the spontaneity I had before Mm. yeah so knowing that that ambivalence that push and that pull is normal yeah a part of it yeah it's very confusing I found it very confusing and then I felt guilty for even having those thoughts like I missed the person I was before because I looked forward to being a mum my whole life like I was that little girl that played babies probably longer than I should have and I just you know it was something that I was always on the cards to me when it finally happened it was so different to what I expected it to be um yeah. it's so confusing it is and particularly because we've got this this cultural idea that we should love every single minute of it. Yeah. And we should be completely sacrificing everything that we do, our whole selves for this baby, which, you know, firstly, we can't, nobody loves every minute of everything. And to set that as a, an ideal or a benchmark or an expectation is just unrealistic. Yeah. We've got this real, um, like the idea of the good mother who is perfect at everything, <laughs> um, falls naturally into mothering, you know, yeah. easy pregnancy, easy birth, easy, finds mothering easy, but completely ignores the reality of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always easy. And you're sleep deprived and your body's going through all these massive changes. You're going through all these massive changes. And we pretty much just tell women to get on with it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's when you say it's confusing you're, you're not wrong yeah. <laughs> you're really yeah. not yeah and it's also you know part of the marketing messages that we're receiving um on tv particularly you know you think of huggies ads and there's the perfect mum with her blonde ponytail and her makeup yes. like just loving changing this cute little pudgy baby's nappy and it's all just like lovely and soft and everything white and clean <laughs> And, and the like, reality is I haven't showered today. I'm in yesterday's dirty clothes. Yeah. I, There's yeah. vomit down my back that I didn't realise that I just went down to Woolies with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. Right. yeah. And then there's that guilt that, well, why can't I be like the Huggies ad? You know, why do I, yeah. why am I failing at this? Why yeah. aren't I loving every minute of it? Why can't I get my act together? Like, all the other mums seem to. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. guilt builds and then we feel worse about it. And right. it's just a self-perpetuating cycle. Yes. Yeah. So thank God for women like you. That's all I can oh. say. <laughs> it's so yeah, I think it's so important to know that none of us, none of us have our act completely together and we are all just doing the best we can in the moment that we're in. Yeah, That's it. exactly. Yeah. 100%. Now let's move on to, I mean, it's sort of the same topic, but I know that I was just 
so focused on the birth of my first baby. Um, I had absolutely no clue how to look after a baby. Like I went to the classes and yeah, I, I had a vague idea of what was going to happen and what I would have to do. Uh, but the really, the reality of it and how I was going to be feeling and like my, like the, the whole body transition and, and any sort of like pain and discomfort and, um, you know, the the sleep deprivation is like nothing you'll ever experience before. Even if it's just when you went out to like stayed up too late when you went to the pub, it's a, co- a completely different type of sleep deprivation. <laughs> you know, all these things compound um, yeah. and you just, it's like you just slapped in the face. Like you have, for me anyway, like I just, mm. I focused so much on the birth and having the birth experience that I wanted to, that I, mm. I, I, I don't know, I guess I just ignored that phase. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I just, yeah, as we we were spoke, we just spoke about this before we started recording, but, you know, like for even just for things like the baby was feeding for an hour and me just thinking like, what's wrong with my baby? <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I just, let's, is, is this sort of the type of thing that prompted you to move into more of the postpartum support? Originally, yes, it it was. It was the, um, yeah, the really. I don't know. I don't know what to do now. Yeah. I came home and I was like, I, I don't know what. What am I meant to do with this baby? I I don't know who I am, and now I'm meant to be looking after this little person. Hmm. Um, so it really was that that originally got me into that immediate postpartum support, hmm. and knowing that so often women were just sent home yeah just sent home like nothing was different like it was just a new day and here's a little baby that you now need to look after and yeah thanks for coming see you later thanks yeah exactly (laughs) right (laughs) with no support um with the expectation that really you just get on with life Mm. um now you've just added a new title to your list of titles and you've got a new human to look after we don't I found we're not, we, we've got a long way to go in supporting women in that postpartum period. Mm-hmm. Um, even letting her know that the need for rest is real yeah. and that it's okay to rest yeah. and it's okay to set boundaries around, you know, having visitors over or mm-hmm. if people are coming over to say, yep, you can come if you want, but bring a meal and be prepared to put on a load of washing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Especially with the shift in society with more women, like going off to work, um, they're busy. Mm. Our society is not quite the village that we used to have, you know, like, you know, it's great. I think, you know, it's wonderful that as women, we're so much, we have so much more freedom now. We're so much more empowered to do things now. Um, but, the, the you know the consequence of that I feel is that that village is just slowly disappearing you know like um we're living overseas away from our parents like or interstate we don't have family around like we like we used to do you think that's a contributing factor as well absolutely we've lost not only the the support of having family friends um, not even necessarily in the same house, but nearby. Like we yeah. don't know our neighbours in the same way that, yeah. that you know, maybe we did growing up. Um, we've lost that physical support. 
Mm. But we've also lost the the wisdom that comes with a village as well. Those yeah. conversations that we would have been having saying, yeah, you know, this is the reality of motherhood and these these transitions are going to happen and it's okay. Mm. And, you know, so we've lost not only the the actual support, people coming in, helping out, helping out with baby, letting mum, you know, rest or cooking her meals or mm. that side of it, but we've lost the the wisdom. We haven't lost yeah. it. We don't talk about it. Yeah. 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 That's such a great point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just shifting the conversation mm. a little bit now to business stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we met, obviously, because you um, joined one of the live rounds of my course, Brand Alchemy, um, for, your, for this new iteration of your business. Um, so how was that? Experience. I'd love just love to know how that experience um, has shaped where you're going and sort of how you saw your business before as opposed to after going through that experience. Um, I don't think I would be sitting here today having a conversation with you about the the support afterwards without that um, about coaching and mentoring and helping and supporting women to you know, rediscover their worth and really step out of the invisibility of motherhood without having done that course with you first. I think that gave me the, yeah, so thank you. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> but it gave me the the foundations and the clarity to know mm. where I need to be going, mm. um, which was such a powerful experience because I knew I had an idea, mm. but I didn't, like I was saying before, I almost didn't have the language around it. Yeah. Um, and working with you allowed that language to to happen so yeah, yeah such a good experience and it it's made I think that transition um or the evolution of my my business yeah. so much easier so Wonderful. much easier. oh that's really exciting yeah. I'm I'm just super here, pleased to hear that because um like a lot of people feel really stuck in their initial brand that they establish yes. Um, it's like I've made this little fence for myself and I have to stay inside this fence. It's a mental block, I feel, and you're a re really beautiful example of an of a brand that's naturally evolving and you're, you know, you're allowed to. <laughs> you're, yes. and, you know, the fact that you say, like, my brand is evolving with me, I think that that's, that makes sense, you know, like you're growing as a person, you're growing as a business owner, your knowledge that you can impart to people is growing. You don't have to be, um, you know, bound by whatever the initial boundaries were that you set up, although they're helpful at that for that season. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just really exciting. And I just feel excited for you watching you flourish and grow into this new version of your brand um so that's yeah that, I mean it's wonderful for me that's a little bit selfish but I just love it like for me I feel selfish because I get so excited for for you know for my students and my clients when I see it so congratulations Thank you. <laughs> um, um do you have any advice for new mums particularly perhaps mums who have a business at home already as I did when I welcomed my yeah. baby do you have any advice for them um, to just not necessarily thrive because I don't know that anyone can thrive during yeah. that period, but just to make it a little easier. Yeah, I think 
firstly, go gently with yourself. Um, I think we can so often get caught up in all the shoulds and all the things that we should be doing all of the time. And then when we don't meet all of the shoulds, that guilt can start to come in. So really go gently, speak mm. to yourself kindly. Imagine you were having a conversation with your best friend and if she was saying, I'm really struggling with all of this, you know, what would you say to her? Yeah. And then speak to yourself like that. I think that's been a game changer for me is yeah. learning to speak to myself like I would my best friend. Mm. Um, and with that, know that it's okay to not do it all. None of us can. None mm. of us can do it all and certainly not at the the one time. So ask for help and support. Be open to receiving it and know that this phase and this season is going to pass as well. Like this is yeah. this moment, if you're having a really horrid day, this will pass. Yeah. Really tricky, sleep deprived, don't even have a moment to it feels like you don't have a moment to breathe, let alone work. This will pass as well. Yeah. These yeah, moments I love that phrase. That's actually yeah. just reminded me like, I'm my my best mum friend that I met when we met our babies are one day born one day apart and we met in our mother's group and we just connected because oh, awesome. we were both just freaking out yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> As we, you do. <laughs> yeah so in those early stages um we used to like if we were having a rough time or period you know sleep leaps all that stuff this too shall pass and we still yes. do, we live in different states now but you know if it's if we're having a rough time this too shall pass. And I just love that. Pass. I love that. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. Yeah. Pleasure. And one other thing, do something that's for you. Like it's okay to bring you back into motherhood. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be about your baby. Mm -hmm. And even if it's little, even if it's like some days, it might sound ridiculous. I'd be in my, um, you know, milk stained clothes, but I'd put on lipstick because it mm -hmm. made me feel good. So yeah. even just something really little every day that is you, I think yeah. makes a big difference. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you so, 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 so much, <laughs> Kate. I've just loved this chat with you. I could Thank talk you. To you. I think. Um, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. I would love to chatting with yeah. you. Yeah. So I have some, um, just some fun rapid fire questions to wrap up, just to like. Okay. To learn a little bit more about you um so i'm mm -hmm. gonna ask what your favorite is and then i will say a word and then it's just whatever okay. comes to mind okay what's whatever your favorite app favorite app app like on your phone oh, gosh. this is how bad it is i don't even i don't know it's the oh, weather app that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> i love the weather app it's my favorite <laughs> Yeah, how do you live life without knowing if you can get your washing done for the day? Exactly. The weather. Are you even a mum if you don't check the weather? Oh, yeah. okay. um, all right. Favorite <laughs> time that later, but yeah. <laughs> time of day. Um, I love early mornings. Hmm. I get up really early, and I love getting outside in very early morning. Mm, nice. Um, exercise. What's your favorite exercise? Toss up between going to the gym and walking in the rain. In I the rain. It. Absolutely love it. Oh, yeah, I know, crazy. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily love, you know, if I'm walking to work and I then get wet, but if I'm set up and I go for a walk and it's raining, I'm in heaven. 
can be quite yeah. romantic, can't it? Yeah. Except yeah. I'm also generally doing it very early in the morning and it's cold, but oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite habit? Or oh, has to be chocolate. I don't know <laughs> if it's a good habit, but it is. A great habit. <laughs> if that's your habit, just own it. That's my that. habit. So good. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite way to relax? Um, exercise. Yeah. yeah cool. For me, it's absolutely getting getting some exercise in is my relaxer. Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing. What's your favorite thing about your business? The fact that I get to talk about stuff that I really love talking about, knowing that it also helps others. I think if I can support one person through their journey, mm-hmm. that is my job. I'm, yeah. I'm done. Like I, it makes such a difference. If I can support someone else to have a different journey, a, a journey where they feel supported, where they feel you know, like someone's got their back, yeah. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. And thank you so much for your time and sharing your wisdom and just this just really lovely, open, honest chat. Like I've really enjoyed it. So thank you. Thank um, you. Where can we find you? Yes. So website is just katevivian.com.au mm-hmm. um instagram is still evolving so right now it's um kate underscore vivian underscore bright months um you'll find me they're the two places i hang out most so if we yeah if we search for kate vivian because potentially mm-hmm. in the future somebody will be listening and you will have changed your instagram handle so then yes I think Kate Vivian might be taken so I will keep you updated with we'll pop the link the in the show notes I will just if you want to find it scroll down and I'll pop it in the show notes so thank you so much again Kate thank you thank you so much for listening if you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more hard-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.